Welcome to the Toxin Terminator, helping people to restore and renew their health by removing the toxins from the home and their lives. Join in as industry thought leaders help you understand the physical and emotional effects these products can have on you and your family, and the safe alternatives you can use to remove the hidden toxins for renewed health. Now, please welcome your host, the Toxin Terminator herself, Amy Carlson. Lisa King is my definition of a busy woman. She is a wife, mother, and very soon to be a grandma, as well as a blogger, a life coach, and has a full-time job as a pharmacist. She has been practicing pharmacy for 31 years. She's a certified life coach and a co-author with her sister, nonetheless, of an Amazon best-selling book, Tiny Life Changes. She was diagnosed with interstitial cystitis 25 years ago, and through eliminating toxins in her life and modifying how she eats, she's been able to be off all medications and symptom-free for over 16 years. She is passionate about empowering others to live a fulfilled life and can be reached at The Fulfilled Pharmacist on Instagram and Facebook, or you can find her at Lisa at tinychanges.com. Now, I met Lisa through a mutual friend in the health and wellness industry, and I could not be happier to have her on as our guest today, where we're going to learn things like how you can reverse chronic disease, what kind of changes you need to make in your life with toxin removals and diet changes, and why for Lisa, the removal of toxins from her everyday living is a non-negotiable. Thank you, Lisa, for being on the podcast this morning. Oh, I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me, Amy. Oh, you bet. So I want to just get dug right in because you've got such a powerful story and there's so much that we want to get through in this 45 minutes. So I was reading in your story that you share, you had some family health issues happen quite some time ago that really started your journey in living toxin-free. Can you tell us about that time frame? Yes. Um, well, probably a, a little over 20 years ago, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer for the first time and came through that. But it really was when my sister was diagnosed with breast cancer at the age of 35. And then my mother was diagnosed again for the second time. That was about 15 years ago that we really, or myself in particular, started looking at what can I do to help avoid that for myself. And, and one of the very first things that I did look into was reducing toxins in my skincare and my makeup. So that was really just my first step. And I shared what I found with my mom and my sister. And my mom, I mean, she looks fantastic. She's in her 70s now. She likes to say she's ageless. So maybe I just, you know, gave away her age because she really <laughs> likes to say she's ageless. But, but even, um, you know, she has also just she doesn't use anything anymore um, if, it, if it has toxins in it. So she's all about all natural skincare and makeup. So, it, you know, you can learn even as you're getting older how to change things that you've done in the past to stay healthier in the future. Wonderful. So I like how you describe what toxins are. Can you share with us what your definition of a toxin is? Yes. I mean, when I first started talking about toxins um, on my Instagram account, um, The Fulfilled Pharmacist, it just seems super scary. People are like, oh my gosh, what in the world is a toxin? Like, I, I don't think I have toxins. I, I don't know about toxins. It just <laughs> sounds so scary. But really, a toxin is anything that your body can't use for energy. And it just helped, it, it just builds up in your system. And you really get um, toxins just in the air that you breathe, what you put on your skin, what's in your environment. So 
it's just easy for me, you know, to be able to control what I put on my skin and my makeup, that type of thing, what I use in my home, because I can't really control the air that I'm breathing. And even, you know, right. a lot of times, even at work as a pharmacist, people will be afraid of taking, um, you know, a medication, especially because some of the, we've had a lot of recalls recently with drugs that could be tainted with different um, chemicals that can cause cancer. And I'm like, but there's so much in the air that you breathe, the pollution. I mean, you have to do everything you possibly can to help eliminate toxins and naturally detox just because of the air that you're breathing in your sure. environment. Sure. I, and it can be so overwhelming for those who are just looking at it from the outside thinking, oh my word, this is just crazy. So you talked about when your mom with her diagnosis and then your sister and removing toxins from your home and you you alluded to beauty products and things that you put on your skin. Were there specific things that you were looking for? Because we say the word toxins, but what do what is that? Are, are there things like as you're reading a label, for instance, you're looking for? Mostly parabens and phthalates in, in skincare. And I think a really good point to bring up especially like if you're at a grocery store or, or you're not in a natural grocer or anything like that, but just your regular, you know, drugstore, grocery store, a lot of times you really do have to look at labels because you could be reading something that says, this is a lavender product. So it could be just something that has a lot of chemicals in it, but it's lavender scented. So sometimes people will think just because, oh, this is lavender or this is aloe, this is natural. Um, so that's one thing I really look tell people is to, you know, maybe find a brand that you trust um, and just go with that brand and then read the labels because sometimes they can be very, very deceiving, especially even with sunscreens. Um, you know, we're getting better with finding mineral sunscreens, even where I work. But originally, I, I honestly couldn't even really recommend a sunscreen at work because they all had a lot of different chemicals in, in them. So um, that that's just one thing to look for is just to read labels. That's my biggest advice. And, and you just said, I, I think we've alluded to the fulfilled pharmacist on your Instagram account, and you just mentioned uh, being able to give people a recommendation where you work. Can you tell people what you do for a living? Yes, I am a pharmacist. So I have been a pharmacist for 31 years. And so um, my husband was just actually saying yesterday, you've actually been a pharmacist longer than you have not. So I was very lucky that I knew what I wanted to do pretty much out of high school. So I graduated from pharmacy school, just shy of my 23rd birthday. Um, and I, I just, I've always loved it. So I, I love sharing health information inside the pharmacy or out. And even I'm very lucky. I work very close to where I live in a grocery retail setting. I have interns all the time. So they just help bring a real spark to my um, job. But they always say, Lisa, I love the way that you talk to people about diet and extra things on top of just their medications, because it really is just about a whole lifestyle, especially when you're diagnosed with a heart disease or diabetes. It's not just taking the medication. It's just that whole lifestyle um, for health that you need to be aware of. Well, and what a great medium for you, because you talked about learning about toxins 20 years ago. So this is not something that is new to you. And you've been able to incorporate that in the job that you do with literally thousands of people that you've come in contact with through the years. Yes. As a matter of fact, um, even for myself, I had 
this horrible rash on the front of my legs for years and years that actually the front of my legs are completely scarred. Um, and they would say that it was actually the equivalent of a burn. My rash would become so bad. It was like, uh, what a burn victim would experience. And they actually treated it like a burn. But in, when I started using all natural, um, I wouldn't say natural, toxin-free um, soaps and lotions and things like that, my rash has completely disappeared. And also laundry detergent. Um, and I've given this advice to people through the years at the pharmacy um, that have like persistent rashes and they come back and say, Lisa, I cannot believe my rash is cleared up just by going with natural detergents or natural um, skincare. And I have one story in particular that comes to mind. I had an elderly gentleman who was, uh, had become bound to his bed and he wound up in the hospital because he had like a full body rash all oh. over his body. And um, I was telling his daughters, you know, you know, what kind of detergent are you using? You know, maybe your mom needs to switch her detergent. And, um, they said, oh my gosh, Lisa, you would not even believe when you walk into my parents' home, the smell of detergent. Mm. They said, my mom uses detergent with all kinds of scents and it's, she looks for the harshest detergent and uses dryer sheets and <laughs> all of this stuff. And I said, I really think that may be part of what's causing this for your dad because he's now in bed and it's all on his back. And right. they switched and sure enough, the rash cleared up. And so- it's, it's, it's not something to take lightly, what, what you do, especially with your laundry and, and stuff. It really does help with rashes and it comes out in, in your body and your skin sometimes. Right. So you're, you are kind of alluding in, in that little story about fragrance then. A, yes. lot of, a lot of our products that are just laden with fragrances are, are many times the reason for the skin irritations as well as the sodium lauryl sulfate. Uh, mm -hmm. in our products too. That is a huge skin irritant. And you talked about getting rid of the parabens. So I think that kind of hits upon some of our top kind of four or five toxins that we can really look to remove and have some major impacts. You've already alluded to, and, and I kind of got into these questions later on down the line, mm -hmm. but you talk about you know sharing stories. And one of the things that I've read about you is not only do you encounter people within the pharmacy, but you have gone out to different, um, say, flu, given flu vaccinations and going into nursing homes. And so you see people with chronic disease. And yes, maybe they're living longer, but are they living a fulfilled life? Do you want to talk about, you know, what does, what does removing toxins have to do with chronic disease and that fulfilled life? Well, exactly. And, and that's really, you know, why I started sharing a lot um, through social media because, and really part of my name, The Fulfilled Pharmacist, because you really, you know, you can live a long life, but do you really want to live a long life or do you want to live a long and fulfilled life? Do you want to be out there with your grandchildren and taking trips just like you just did with your granddaughter and, um, and just being able to be part of your family? So really just reducing those toxins helps to you know, prevent cancer, you know, prevent autoimmune diseases and just help you feel your best so you can live that long and fulfilled life. Because, you know, it's one thing to just be in a nursing home in a nursing, you know, in a wheelchair. And even just, I get the privilege of asking people for their date of birth, you know, at the pharmacy. And it's amazing to me the difference between even some of my 90-year-old um, uh, patients there, some of them 90 is very old and some 90 is just so young. I have 
you know, 90 year old women with, you know, red nail polish on, you know, just out there volunteering, going to their little swim classes. And for me, that's what it's all about. And reducing toxins is just part of that story, just to help prevent disease, prevent future disease. Absolutely. And we're going to come back to this topic, but I'd like to go into, so the diagnosis with your mom and your sister was kind of the start of your journey. And then yeah. you yourself were diagnosed with a disease and that kind of catapulted your journey even further. So let's talk more about that time of your life. Well, actually that was even long further ago. So that was oh. actually even before, before my mom and my sister were diagnosed, I had always had um, bladder issues. And so when I got to college, I started getting more and more UTIs. They would say urinary tract infections, but really what it was, it was interstitial cystitis, which is a very painful bladder condition. So um, I was able to control that basically through diet. And that is what I am going to be launching a new course called ditchbladderpain.com. It's for women to help heal um, their bladders, women with painful bladders. But Aside from that, even just my own journey, so many women have bladder issues. One out of every two women will be diagnosed with a urinary tract infection at some point in their life. And there's just so many women suffering in silence, just like myself. But I was able to control it with diet, mostly through diet and medication. A lot of mind-body um, that I talk about that a lot of people aren't aware of, just sending healing energy to my bladder, that type of thing. But what I didn't even realize in reducing the toxins was that I was helping my bladder as well. Because when you really think about it, your bladder is um, a vessel for removing um, toxins through your body. As you urinate out, every, anything that you're, um, that's in your urine is going to come out and touch your bladder as it goes out. So, But just by reducing toxins in my envirom environment, my skincare <laughs> and my makeup, um, that helped my bladder as well. So it was something that I was doing that I didn't even realize. So, so basically through reducing toxins in my skincare and makeup and my environment, I didn't even realize it was also helping my bladder to heal. So that was just an extra plus of, of being able to do that, taking that extra step to heal my bladder. And I really highly suggest that for other women. Um, also, I've I've guest blogged uh, a lot about autoimmune disease, and that is actually one of the lifestyle changes recommended for women with autoimmune disease as well to remove toxins from their environment and their skincare. So, so I highly recommend it for anyone suffering from, you know, um, rheumatoid arthritis, di diabetes, any autoimmune disease, really, there's a whole list of them, fibromyalgia. It, it really can be just one added layer towards your healing. Sure, absolutely. Now, you talked about interstitial um, cystitis, and I'm so glad you described that because when I see that word, it seems so big and overpowering, and I wasn't really sure what it was. So it's a painful bladder infection or a painful bladder uh, disease. Yes, they, they've actually renamed it to be painful bladder syndrome now. So basically, okay. just imagine like the worst urinary tract infection that you could possibly ever have, but have it you know, 24 hours a day. It's, it's very debilitating. I could barely leave my house at the time. And one of the reasons I kind of really just put it in my past was, you know, once you're through with it and you've healed, you kind of want to put it behind you and just not really talk about it anymore. But what was happening, and, and uh, we hadn't really brought this up yet. Yes. My sister and I wrote a book last year called Tiny Life Changes. 
And I was doing a lot of podcast interviews then about the book and, um, and sharing a lot about the book on the fulfilled pharmacist. And I was getting different, you know, comments from people, you know, even though I talked about a, dif a difficult time in my life, you know, um, one of the reasons I wrote the book was because of the economic downturn in 2008. Um, because it, I have a wellness site, a lot of people were saying things to me like, well, you don't really know what it's like to live in pain, or you don't know what it's like to live with a chronic disease. And I, and I had, because I had right. lived many, many years, barely even able to leave my house. And so I thought I really just need to start sharing this just to kind of give hope to other women who are suffering with chronic illness that you can heal, that you can go on to live that fulfilled life. And now that has really just become my passion to help women heal their bladder and go on and live the life that they desire. Right. So I, I, and I read, and thank you so much for sharing that because I think everybody's got a story that someone needs to hear. And you might just be that glimmer of hope and light for somebody that needs that message right now. Um, I saw that you, you commented, and I can't remember where I read it, that you are 16 years now, that you are medicine-free, you've not taken any medications for the um, interstitial, or what are we calling it? Interstitial, yeah, inter <laughs> interstitial cystitis, yes. Well, basically, and, and one of the reasons I was um, medication-free just kind of came by chance, because I did continue to take medication for a while, even though my bladder had healed. But um, I was, uh, my boys are older. My two older boys um, are 29 and 26. And then I also have a 15-year-old at home. So, so when I got pregnant about 16 years ago, I was like, oh gosh, I just don't want to be on this medication while I'm pregnant. So I stopped it, not really knowing what was going to happen. But I like to say that I was miraculously better. So I have not been able... I haven't had to really take it in 16, um, 16 years. I will say, just to be completely transparent, um, about six or seven months ago, I um, did have a flare again, and I, and I will attribute it to eating too many nuts because I was going through a lot, and there's a very strict diet that you have to follow when you have interstitial cystitis, and nuts are not a part of it, but I was trying to, I'm also um, trying to be gluten and dairy-free, or I work, work on that. I don't like the word try. Thank you. <laughs> so, so um, um, being dairy-free meant a lot of um, almond milk, almonds, different things like that, which were not good for my bladder. So I did have a slight flare and I was able to heal back um, in about less, in a, just a few weeks as opposed to taking um, two years, which would be what I would have normally had to have for a flare. And so my doctor did re-prescribe medication for me, which I did take about two weeks. And I thought, you know what? I don't even need this. I'm feeling so much better. But part of that healing really, and I talk a lot about this in my course too, is just listening to what your body needs. So part of that for me was just rest. And I was just like, you know what? If there's a dish in the sink, it's going to stay there. I am just resting now. I am going to work on just sending healing thoughts to my bladder and just laying down, resting when I need to, sleeping extra at night and just taking that time to heal. And, and I was able to heal up that flare very, very quickly. That's amazing. And, and I, I like what you said is, okay, so I haven't taken medication for 16 years, but here I had this situation that happened just a short time ago and I did take medication. You know, there's nothing shameful about when we live a healthy toxin-free lifestyle, if our body needs it, we need to take it, right? 
Absolutely. And, and, and a lot of people that I talk to, some of the clients that I talk to um, who are healing their bladder, they really love my approach because I'm a pharmacist. So sometimes um, it's not just all holistic or it's not right. all like traditional medicine, but it's a combination of both. And so really there's no shame in taking medication if it's needed. Um, Dr. Lisa Rankin wrote a book called Mind Over Medicine. And she always says, I'm not for Eastern medicine. I'm not for Western medicine. I'm what's I am for what is best for the patient. So if that does mean taking some medication for a short period of time, because most people, their goal is always usually to get off the medication, right. but use that as just a great adjunct to everything else you're doing with a healthy lifestyle to get to where you want to be. That's, that's so inspiring to hear. Thank you for sharing that um, and being um, really open with us. So you talk about, though, um, an in, interstitial uh, cystitis diet. Let's mm-hmm. elaborate more on what that entails for you. Well, it's, it's pretty strict. Um, so a, a lot of people are like, oh, my gosh. But <laughs> it really, you know, basically, and this is something really great to keep in mind for all women who may even have an overactive bladder or have a urinary tract infection, these um, tips really work well for any bladder condition. But basically, it's to remove acidic foods, spicy foods, caffeine, alcohol, um, but also for interstitial cystitis, the list goes on, no fermented foods, no um, cured meats, no um, soured foods, so no sour cream, things like that, um, sourdough bread. So it's pretty in a pretty extensive list. So when I first started, the easiest thing for me to do would be to just have bread and water. So I, <laughs> it was horrible, really, when you think about it, because yeah. I, I mean, that's just not, there's no nutrition there at all in just bread right. and water. But I was just like, okay, can't eat anything. So I'm just having bread and water. But it was, it was terrible because I really didn't have those nutrients. So I was really tired. Um, you know, not the best for your GI tract to just be having, you know, you know, bread alone. So now, I mean, really what it looks like for me is in the morning, I will have like gluten-free toast, um, with an egg. Okay. Lunch. I I always usually have salad. I am a big salad eater. And one of the reasons is salads are really great for natural detoxing because they're super high in fiber. So they push everything through your GI So usually a salad for lunch, salad for dinner, it's always topped with um, like salmon or shrimp, chicken, something like that. I do have hard boiled eggs as a snack. I do have um, some protein bars at work, but I'm also all about reducing sugar, which we can talk about as a little bit as well, if you'd like. But yeah, there there are definitely things that you can eat um, and still stay on track. So you can have definitely have like some brown rice with vegetables and you know, a piece of chicken at night. But the big thing is just to stay away from a lot of dressing. So there's like no vinegar. So sometimes it's really hard sure. when you go out because with all, a lot of the new like bistro type restaurants have all these fancy vinaigrettes. And since we can't have vinegar, my go-to is usually just a tiny little bit of ranch dressing that I mix with um, olive oil for flavoring. But yeah, yeah. so it's pretty yeah. strict, but definitely worth it to stay on track to be pain-free. Oh, absolutely. And the way you describe it, you know, two years to overcome um, a a flare up, that's, I can't even fathom that. So uh, absolutely you want to, and I like that you share some of the foods that you're able to eat so that people know it's not just bread and water alone. There's there's things that you can do. Um, 
so then, okay, so we talked about these things here, and you talk a lot about our bodies naturally healing. So, and I think that's where we get into what are some of the things that we can do as a natural detox for our bodies? Because like you said, we are exposed to toxins everywhere we turn. So what can we do to, to really help our bodies detox on a natural basis? Um, well, I'm, I'm all about a few different things, um, mostly fiber. I, I'm, I'm kind of in love with fiber, and there's a lot of fiber in um, fruits and vegetables. So that really helps your body push everything through the GI tract to help get rid of it. And a lot of people, you know, I'm a pharmacist, so I talk about this all day long with people, but you should be going to the bathroom twice a day. So if you're not, you're not, you're not really naturally detoxing. So the goal really is at least going to the bathroom twice a day. Right. Drinking plenty of water, um, deep breathing helps your body naturally detox. So even if you take, you know, three to five minutes a day to do like a deep breathing, like three parts, breathe in three parts, breathe out, that helps remove toxins. Rest at night is huge. Um, cause your body will, will naturally detox at night while you sleep. So just, those are just super simple things that you're probably doing anyway, you know, so when I talk about natural detoxing, people are like, oh my gosh, another super scary thing. But really it's drinking water, eating more fruits and vegetables, deep breathing, sleeping. So those are things that you're really doing anyway. So if you just um, do them just a little bit more, we talk a lot about that in my book, Tiny Life Changes, tiny changes really do lead to big results. So if you just take what you're already doing and just add a few more steps to it, do it just a little bit more throughout the day and commit to that, it really does give you big results in natural detoxing. And I love your book, um, Tiny Life Changes. I ordered that while I was still back in Arizona. And it, it really is. Can you tell people a little bit more about the book? Because it's not just to read. No, it's, an, it's really an interactive guide. And so my sister and I, you know, we both went through really difficult times in our lives. Uh, right when she was having her breast cancer diagnosis, I was also going through a difficult time with the downturn in the economy. And we both really changed our mindset. We both shifted our mindset to something more positive. And she actually started a charity, which you attended the tea with yes. me this year. So you can see how wonderful a charity she has. It's called the Happily Ever After League, HEAL is the acronym, and she supports women undergoing cancer treatment. And she would always say that the ladies that she worked with who had a positive attitude, they didn't get through their diagnosis quicker, but they got through better. So Lauren and I just kind of wanted to put this all down on paper, just different mindset shifts of how you can move forward. And we also knew that you know, some of these changes can be very daunting. Change is extremely daunting to people. So we wanted to break it down into tiny changes and have those tiny changes really lead to those big results. Uh, and it's a fantastic book and so easy to read. It's just a, I would even call it more of a pamphlet. Um, you know, it's, it's not yeah. real long, so it's easy to get through. And each, each, idea has with it an exercise for you to do and implement into your life. So I appreciated it so much. And what a great thing to do with your sister. <laughs> oh, we did. It was so much fun. And that was kind of one of the things. It really is for anybody in any part of a self-development journey from, you know, people who are very new to self-development to people who are more immersed in self-development like yourself. Um, there's really just something for everyone. And we love pretty journals. So we kind of started <laughs> out with a journal 
idea. And then our, our publisher was like, no, we need to put a little bit more meat to it. <laughs> so we did, but, but it is, it is fun. And I will tell you that, you know, I had friends who wrote books as well. And I was kind of like, oh gosh, I don't know if it should be longer, but I've had so many people tell me I finished your book. And so you know how many books I myself start so many books that I don't finish. And then I'm like, oh my gosh. And so, you know, you get kind of down on yourself. I didn't finish that book. So we kind of wanted it very manageable. And so many people have told us, I'm so happy I finished the book. So that's, that's one of the reasons it is a shorter book. And so we're happy about that as well. Well, my, my uh, huge red personality really enjoyed it being a shorter book. So it was something I could digest and actually implement that. It was fantastic. Um, Thank you. You bet. It was, it was fabulous. And you talk a lot about, because I heard you, even in our interview, kind of allude to imagining a healthy bladder. So talk to me a little bit more about that meditation and what that means for you and your overall health and well-being. Well, and I still do this to this day, you know, as I fall asleep at night. I you know, a lot of the women that I talk to are very frustrated. And as I was myself, you know, you're going from doctor's office to doctor's office, you're spending all this time trying to figure out what's wrong with you. It's very frustrating. You're eating the way you are supposed to eat, you're taking medication and nothing is working. So I really, truly believe in healing, just giving yourself grace, giving yourself more of a gentleness to allow your body to heal, acknowledging where you are as a starting point and not denying that. So saying, you know, yes, I am, you know, in pain, but I am going to be moving forward. And part of that for me was just taking time to meditate and rest every day and really just listening to my body and just imagining a, a, a light coming into my body, swirling into my bladder and picturing that healthy and then breathing it out. So that did several things, um, natural detoxing again with the breathing, breathing in that oxygen to send to my bladder, imagining it already healed and then breathing out. And it wasn't until I started doing some more natural steps for healing, aside from just diet and, and medication, was my body able really to heal and stay healed. So I really do think a big part of a wellness journey is just giving yourself that gentleness and grace and not being so hard on yourself and just speaking positively over your health. You know, I am moving forward, um, saying affirmations. Um, I can do this. I am moving forward. I am taking steps forward. Even on my hard days, I know that this will work. So, so just being patient as well. It, sometimes it takes a lot of patience to move forward to complete healing. It does. I always have to tell people, you've got to remember your body took years to get to where it is in the condition that it's in today. And it's going to take time for it to have, you know, total healing to it. This isn't an overnight fix. There's not a quick pill, um, you know, to, to fix that overnight. And you talk about uh, affirmations and the meditation and speaking positively over our body. And that is a whole, I think we could do a whole separate podcast on just that because I truly believe, and I think you do too, that what, what is going on inside this head of ours is what's going to become reality outside. And yes you know, that's the affirmations, you know, when we speak it, we think it, we speak it and it becomes. Absolutely. I agree. I just read a quote and I don't know the exact quote, but 
um, it was a Deepak Chopra quote when he said something about, you know, our body is smarter than modern medicine. Like for all of what modern medicine has done, our bodies are actually smarter. So when you really listen to your body, that's when it tells you what to do. And I really do think, you know, I've always been a type A personality. I went right from, um, you know, um, high school to, to college to pharmacy school. I married very young. I was married by the time I still had two more years of pharmacy school to go. And when I look back on it now, just in some of the research I've done on healing, my bladder issues really started when I, I started, you know, pharmacy school. So it really, I think, was that stress and that go, go, go. And it, I couldn't really fully heal until I allowed myself time to take some time for myself and rest and allow myself to heal. Awesome. Now, I've got to ask you two more questions, and then we're going to wrap up here. So okay. number one, for those listeners who health and wellness and toxin-free living is all brand new to them, and this all seems so big and overwhelming, what three things would you recommend to somebody brand new that's going to help them down this journey um, that they need to focus on first? Well, I, I guess like just super simple, um, my three biggest things would be, you know, to drink more water. Water is going to help naturally take the toxins out of your body. I would definitely switch to, if you're not going to switch your whole house over to natural cleaning products, at least the laundry detergent. And then also, you know, your shampoo. I'm a big one with shampoo because I feel like it runs all over your body while you're getting washed your soap and your lotions. And then you can always add in, you know, makeup and what you're cleaning your counter down with and all that. But if you start with those simple things, because as we talked about, you know, change can be super daunting, like, oh my gosh. And also I talk to people a lot about, you know, where I am now didn't come all, all at once. This is, this was definitely a journey. I always call it a health journey or a wellness journey. So I didn't do everything at once. This where I am now definitely came over the course of several years. Wonderful. I think those are three fantastic tips. Thanks for sharing. Then here's my big question that I like to ask all my guests. In your opinion, is it more important what we put in our body or what we put on our body for renewed health? <laughs> Both, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say on your body. On your body. Um, I, I, I want to say both, but yeah, I, I'm a, that is the absolute non-negotiable in my, in my own health journey is what I put on my body. I even bring my own products to a hotel when I go, because I do not want to use what they have. I can't trust what they have to be, um, toxin free. So I'm going to say on my body, even though I want to say both. Okay. That's awesome. All right. I want to thank everybody for being part of our podcast today. And remember, it's with small, simple changes that we can come to renewed health. Thank you for having me, Amy. It was wonderful. You bet. That's all for this episode of The Toxin Terminator. And we hope we've helped you remove the hidden toxins in your life for renewed health. If you're looking to continue your journey towards full rejuvenation, reach out to Amy directly by visiting amycarlson.com for your own one-on-one -on -one chat session, as well as your free toxic risk assessment. That's A-I-M-E-E carlson.com. And remember, you are just one small change away from renewed health.